0: What is up, Foley fam? We are doing a very special edition of the Chick-Foley show this week. We're trying to crown the greatest scary movie of all time. So Rebel Heart just wasn't going to work for the uh, intro music. Had to go something a little bit darker. Uh, we got a jam-packed episode, so we're not going to do all the normal housekeeping. We'll make it quick. And Let me start by introducing the stars of the show. Sheena, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I love talking horror, so stoked for tonight.
0: Marco, what's happening up in Boston?
2: Uh, nothing much. Just, uh, it's spooky season around here, so... Just getting ready.
0: Jordan, what's going on out in Nebraska?
3: Nothing. I also enjoy talking about a good horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Not not to be confused with a horror movie, (laughs) as I thought I slipped out a couple weeks ago and said. That's a different yeah, thing. Yeah, I was
0: telling him when we were talking about this a couple episodes back, I told him that, you know, when he called Sheena a horror queen, I said <laughs> at the time, because he, yeah, he was a little bit tipsy, a little bit slurred, Whoa. it sounded for sure like he said a horror queen. <laughs> I was like, well, I was pretty that's pretty aggressive be, that's when we were with me right there the line. Nothing
1: wrong. Uh, wrong with being called yeah, that. It's fine. That's- Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Let's not degrade our uh, fellow sex workers. And then
0: it's a a very special episode. We have a guest on loan. This is, you know, I'm hoping this works out. It's not like when, you know, AEW signed CM Punk from the Turnbuckle Tavern. We got Hawk coming in. What's going on, dude? Oh,
4: man, I'm just living life in the basement. Happy to be the expert (laughs) panelist here. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. So what we are going to do, this is going to be very similar to the uh, episode we did to crown the greatest cereal a couple years ago. That ended up being, I think that's our number three most listened to episode of all time. So... I don't know if that says you know how good a job we did on that one or how crappy all of our regular wrestling episodes are. If, people uh, are people
1: yeah. that just love cereal, dude. Yeah. You know, I yeah,
0: we'll try. yeah. So we'll we'll go with that. People just love cereal, uh, but it's going to be a similar format. We've crafted up a bracket of thirty, uh, a mix of thirty-two of our favorite and just some of the most you know well-known horror movies, um, and we're just going to kind of talk it through to crown the uh, the champion as far as the Chick Foley Show is concerned. Uh, again, not a ton of housekeeping this week, but I do want to remind you guys to support our sponsor, Ringside Collectibles. Use code Chick foley to save 10%. Um Sheena, you got anything before we before we get into it?
3: No, let's go. Hey, hold on. We got to give a shout out to who came up with this idea. Because if if we True. don't give a shout out, I'll, I'll get my legs hacked off in the middle of the night. So uh, our my beautiful yeah. life. Walk, walk came us through how this was this. crafted. So Yeah, m- uh,
1: Mrs. F- Mrs. Fig God.
3: So we started talking about horror stuff on chick Foley show and uh ari said you guys should do a, a greatest horror movies bracket like you guys did for the serial and i was like holy shit that's a great idea texted to seth and he said we're doing it so yeah it all yeah. just came together overnight so we're, we'll see how, uh, you know, if this ends up running long, we might
0: might make an audible call hot route on it. We're planning on doing the entire first round tonight, or er, er, is one episode, and then we will do the, uh, the, the rest of the rounds on another episode, but <clears throat> we'll see how it goes. You ready to kick off our first matchup, Sheen? Oh, yeah. All right, up first we got, you know, in a lot of people's opinion, one, one of the heavy favorites to win this thing, uh, absolute classic, Halloween, going up against a movie that uh, gave us one of the greatest bits of dialogue in cinema history.
5: Ah! Ah! Kick him in the door! Kick him in the <laughs>
0: I mean, how do you compete with that? Wolfman's got, got Nards. Nards. <laughs> For those that don't, I remember that is the Monster Squad. Sheena, uh, what is your pick on on Halloween versus Monster Squad?
1: I mean, I do love I love the fact that Wolfman has Nards, and I do love a good like coming of age film, especially one that involves like you know Dracula and Mummy and you know Wolfman and all the things. However, I mean, <clears throat> you're going up against Halloween, who's a straight freaking heavy hitter, first round draft pick. I just feel like. Michael Myers, this whole movie, I I just love it. You know, obviously there were sequels and the whole franchise that came past it, but I mean it had to start somewhere. Multiple
0: versions of the franchise, <laughs>
1: multiple versions. Which I, you know, hot take. I actually don't hate the Rob Zombie version of Halloween. I think there are a lot. It gets a lot of hate, but I just accept it for what it is, and I think. A lot of people hate it because they give a little bit more backstory on Michael Myers, and you never want to humanize somebody that's just an absolute like monster, like Michael Myers. But the fact that Rob Zombie does kind of give him his bleak backstory really kind of adds to it. And- I
0: thought the uh, I thought the first one was was pretty cool the second one was one of the absolute worst movies i've ever seen in my life
1: yeah. the oh the second rob zombie film yeah, yeah. the yeah. second one yeah he became like super super human and it was it was a little much but yeah the, the the first one the first rob zombie one, i was in on
0: so halloween's your pick
1: halloween's my pick yeah
0: all right yeah i agree as much as i love monster squad can't really put it up against uh against halloween jordan you gonna make it a a clean sweep here
3: yeah, it, there's no way. I I mean, Monster Squad's a great movie, but dude, it, it's Halloween. Like you guys said, it's Michael Myers. This is like a staple of of horror and uh staple of Halloween. Like dude, Zoe went as Michael Myers for Halloween last year, so yeah, we're yeah. we're all about Halloween in this household.
0: What's your favorite of the uh the various Halloween series?
3: Um so I I do really enjoy the um the first rob zombie one a lot um like you guys were saying but i also i don't mind the newer ones either this last one i like one, the new
1: i like the new series yeah
3: the, this last one was not the greatest <coughs> but um evil dies tonight yeah that <laughs> the, one was bad yeah the
1: dialogue yeah Whoa. the dialogue leaves something to be desired it, which one was it
3: was it halloween ends where she uh spoiler alert if you haven't seen it if she where she burns him in the basement of the house and somehow we get another movie out of it yeah so that would have been halloween yeah. ends yeah that movie, I was like, all right, dude, we're we're really uh, we're really going over the top of this. I mean, they burnt the entire house down I'm like, oh, but the fire department yeah. saved him. So, yes, it's OK.
0: Hawk, you were the one that kind of offered up uh, Monster Squad to, to get in the bracket in the first place. Um, obviously, it was a, a lamb led to slaughter in this matchup. But you want to just talk about some of your love for Monster Squad?
4: I mean, it's one of those VHS ones as a kid. It just, you know, Wolfman has nards, but I would contend that Halloween has a iconic piece of dialogue too with Dr. Loomis saying, I I shot him seven times or I shot him six times. He he just keeps repeating that. Mm -hmm. But Halloween is one of the greatest horror films of all time. I don't like that you put Monster Squad up against it so soon because I feel like with some of the films you guys elected, Monster Squad should not be paired up with halloween but that's just my opinion Here we go. but the beauty part about halloween is that michael myers is obviously the main character but you don't see him much throughout the movie so all of like the dread being built up is dr loomis and his every all his monologues yeah. and dialogue is really what builds up michael myers but uh
1: well, you see that in a lot of the early the early like eight, 70s and 80s horror f- films like a lot of times you do not see like the monster in question until like, you know, the very end. I mean, I think in the original Nightmare movie, uh Freddy Krueger had like what 2 minutes of like actual screen time and then, you know, Jaws, like we'll talk about Jaws in a minute, but that's a that's a pretty common theme that you the, the dread just builds because you don't even know what you're up against or what you're looking for, you know, which I think always kind of makes it a little more scary.
4: Yeah, and then I think the franchise pretty much went off a cliff until I actually liked part six of Halloween, The <laughs> Curse of Michael Myers. I think it's a little hidden gem. And then you spoke a little bit about Rob Zombies. I don't hate them. I like Rob Zombie. I like the first one. I don't mind the second one either. It's just basically Michael Myers killing killing his way out of Haddonfield. Um, but yeah. So I'm going to obviate my picks, obviously, Halloween, but... I will say that Monster Squad would beat a lot of the other films we're going to talk about tonight. That might even go through to the second round.
1: Yeah, a little behind the scenes. Hawk has been giving us a lot of shit about the bracket that we put together. Um, Obviously, horror is so subjective. I mean, there's so many different categories that you could put horror in. And we were just trying to encompass a little bit of all of it. Um, And, you know... Hawk is a, is, an horror, is a horror aficionado. He's got a whole freaking wall of DVDs and, you know, the the whole nine. So I think, um, you know, his, his cuts go a little bit deeper than a lot of ours. Yeah, but
4: it is subjective. But at the same time, you guys did pick a few objectively not top 32 films of all time. I'm just going to put <laughs> it out there. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> feel, free, feel free to offer up any critiques, man. But I do want to say, you know... Well, he was involved in the uh, kind of the, mm-hmm. the matchmaking progress, yes. uh, building this field out. Yeah, so we, he had every right to say something. Yeah, so. we
1: didn't just like do this and be like, "Hey, Hawk, come come record this with us." Without he, he did picks. pull the
0: ultimate critic move. Man, he let it ride just so he'd have something to complain about when he came on the of show. One hundred
1: percent. I'm the heel, yeah. man.
4: I'm the heel on all the
5: Hot <laughs> uh, Foundation shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next matchup. We got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre against the Strangers. So I really dug the Strangers. Really, really good, like home invasion type scary movie. Uh, the the bad guys had a super cool aesthetic, but, you know, it's, you know, pardon the pun, it's going up against the Chainsaw right here, man. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, again, one of the all-time classics, and there's no way I could put uh, Strangers over it. Uh, Jordan, you're up next for your vote.
3: Ooh. Dude, I do like The Strangers a lot. That, that movie was actually on last night and I, I was rewatching it's a badass it. Movie. It is really good. I remember going to see this in the theaters with a couple friends and just like thinking, man, this is a, a badass movie. And I think one of the things that's like kind of brings it home is like, dude, like part of you in the back of your head while you're watching this movie is thinking, like, dude, some shit like this could actually fucking happen. Like, I mean, it does, it did it. you know, it's
1: like, it's very Manson esque, you know, just. Just killing for, you know, entertainment, killing sake, you know, I, I like love, having a cult of people that just come together and kill.
3: Yeah, dude. I, and I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think I'm going to go strangers, dude. Oh I, I'm going to pick God, strangers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, Marco, you are up next.
2: Oh my God. I'm not, I'm, uh, I think I'm, I think the funny thing is I'm going to be on the on hawk side on a lot of these things. That's, that's what I'm going to predict. And, uh, I'm going with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's no way of I'm picking the Strangers over the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've even watched the New Generation one with uh, Matthew McConaughey. That's how that much. Movie. That's we how saw, much I yeah. love. Yeah. We yeah.
5: saw the preview for that
0: on uh, Peacock the other day with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's actually, how much I, I love. I want to watch that. Series. Yeah, I. I, it. I terrible. <laughs> nice. It's a bad movie, but I still, I still watch it. and I love it. It, I, it
1: looks terrible, yeah, but I was awesome. very, I'm very intrigued.
2: It's an awful movie, but yeah, the original. Yeah, no, you can't beat the original, 1974, Toby Hooper um, as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Still, still gives me chills at the end when she's a. Well, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it in, what, 50 years? There's Um.
0: going
5: to be spoilers
1: in this.
0: I mean, we're going on, you know, almost 50 years on the movie. So true.
1: I will say that the statute of limitations is up, but I feel like horror is a very specific category Mm -hmm. that, like, sometimes I feel like you do need to be respectful of spoilers. I'm letting you know there are going to be spoilers here, but I feel like when you're listening to podcasts, like, you... There might be horror movies that you'd never thought of before and you're like, oh, I want to go watch that. And you don't want people just spewing all of it out True. all over the place. But, but yeah. there are going to be spoilers on this podcast.
2: Leatherface face all day. All right, Hawk,
0: we got uh, Strangers is up against the ropes, down two to one. You're up.
2: Texas
4: Chainsaw Massacre, for sure. It's the one film and pretty much all of horror films, even good ones, that Pete, the characters react exactly how you would react if you're getting chased by psychopaths. Yes. I mean, it's like mm. blood chilling, fucking screaming. And like, you, there's real dread in that movie to a point to where people thought it mm-hmm. was real back in the day. Yeah. They
1: well, they presented it like it was real. Wasn't that one of the first films where like, they actually presented it like it was, you know, like a real thing. Um, Cause in the beginning it's like, you know, this is based on true events or well, whatever. Yeah. Um, I and mean,
2: it's based off Ed a, Ed a, a game. Or Gene, however you say his last name, um, loosely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, inspired by,
4: inspired by it. for sure. And I would also like to say, strangers right. is should not sniff this list of the top thirty-two horror films of all time. <laughs> yeah, strangers is whatever. a good movie. Dude, dude.
1: What, what is your issue with strangers? I just want yeah, to know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, when you say something I, shouldn't even sniff the list, I own strangers. I don't
4: hate it. I'm merely saying, objectively, it's not one of the top thirty-two horror films of all time. That's it. Mm. I like the movie. I
1: think true. I think we had to pick a a, a little bit of something from every category, though, because again, we were, we were. This is a loose bracket. There's no one specific like direction that we were headed in. So I feel like. And
0: strangers know. was definitely one that was kind of kind of penciled in in uh, like you know when you're putting in those like last five or six for the field. It yeah. wasn't you know a first ballot draft pick or anything. Well,
1: yeah.
4: The, All right. Go well, I'm just Go going ahead, to Hawk. get it out there real quick. We don't have a werewolf film on this list, so I know the listeners are going to be "Oh my pumped. god!" And it's like, how do you not put a <laughs> so, werewolf movie on this list? There's so many of them that are amazing, and we don't get one. You're talking about I think Monster Squad's
0: the here. most famous. Monster Squad's most famous one there is, man. So when I was pulling sound bites for this, if you just Google Wolfman, it autocorrects to gottenards right, at the end, <laughs> man. So yeah. it's, uh, that, I think that is the most iconic <laughs> werewolf scene in movie history, man.
1: And one of the most climactic scenes in Trick or Treat is when the, all, the, yeah. all the ladies turn into werewolves and freaking, you know, go hardcore on really? everybody. I so. think
0: werewolves, do you get some love here, man?
1: Yeah. The, the wolf out scene in
4: American Werewolf in Hawk. London is one of the greatest things ever. So
1: anyway, move, moving on. <laughs> oh, well, I saw. I was driving today. I'm going to send you a picture. I was driving today. I was taking the kids to the park at the playground. This guy had this giant, like ten, eleven foot werewolf in his yard, and I took a picture of it for you. I meant to send it to the group chat, but I'll send it to you a little bit later. But yeah, he he's obviously enthused. I hope he's not listening to this because he'll be bummed. There are no werewolves in the uh in the bracket. Yeah, it is a bummer. All right, we we'll move on home. to our
0: third matchup. <laughs> 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 this is one that uh, Jordan's got a real heart on for, so he's gonna go first. We got the classic Exorcist going up against Midsummer,
3: dude. Midsummer is like a extremely fucked up movie. I mean, Hawk, you've seen this movie, right? Yeah, I saw it at theater. I mean, did you? I, I want to ask you because you, dude, you are like the film buff out of all of us. So, like, what did you think of this movie?
4: Uh, you know, I didn't love it at the time. I felt a lot like Wicker Man to me and isn't this this is or the guy who gave me, yeah. This is the guy who did Hereditary, correct? Also. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. yeah it is. And it felt like virtually the same movie. You're breeding a young person to be a cult leader, so it felt kind of repetitive. But it was alright. It was horror. I I'm easier that. on horror films than other movies.
3: Okay, so uh, I don't I don't love the exorcist just Gonna put that out there. I don't think that's like as good as everybody makes it out to be. So I'm going midsummer here. All right, Marco. Damn. Um,
2: this is a tough one. Um, but I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay classic. And I'm going with The Exorcist. Um, the, I know. I know Hawk is probably gonna have some uh, words on the uh, the new one that just came out, but um, we we'll, we'll we'll stick to the original. And the original was where it's at all the, you know, all the stories surrounding it, the, the making of the movie. Um, you can definitely go and Google and read up on that, um, which, which brings it. Yeah. More it was like banned in the UK, in wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's still, I mean, it, it's, it, it's still one of those movies you could, uh, I mean, watch now and still be kind of mm-hmm. creeped out by, it, especially with the new uh, uh, with the, some of the director director's cuts with the, uh, you know, the spider walk down the stairs and all that stuff. So Yeah. I'm going with Exorcist.
0: All right, we got a one-one tie. Hawk, break it for us.
4: Of course, I'm going The Exorcist. It could be the group. Man, Jordan, really? Midsummer over The Exorcist?
3: Dude, yeah, we're going not going to all be the same on every I, goddamn movie. Like,
1: we're not going to be I all over did. the same. But dude, The Exorcist is a cla- uh, like a straight up I, staple.
3: I, it's not even, it's William Friedkin
4: it's one of the greatest horror it's legitimately creepy my dad says yeah that's when he watched it when he was a 20 year old he couldn't sleep that night then movies don't do that to me I never lose sleep over them but there's actually like really real demonic imagery in there that's pretty creepy and it's William Friedkin and I just don't know how any person could like Midsummer Over Exorcist that's that's dumb <laughs> but I'm gonna
0: go after all right Sheena. We got Exorcist is up two to one heading into your vote.
1: Yeah, so I watched the preview for Midsummer, and to your defense, Jordan, I, I think I will like the movie. I'm, I'm in, I'm in on it. Right, it does serve Wicker Man vibes, but scariest
0: I'm, thing about it's that two and a half hour runtime, though. Get, yeah. man, dude,
1: we were gonna watch it That's the wild. other night, and then I saw it was two and a half hours, and I was like, "F that! Like, no way! <laughs> so I need to, I need to be menti- I need to it be mentally prepared for a two and a half hour movie." yeah i'm going with i'm going with exorcist dude like reagan is straight up creepy dude the the lore of this movie when it first came out and like you know people were you know puking in the theater and like you know it was just like wild times and uh it is scary af i mean i remember watching this at a slumber party when i was you know in middle school and it it was it scared me (laughs)
0: Yes. All right. So Exorcist wins three to one. I'll th- Jordan, I'll throw you a bone, man. I don't love the Exorcist either, dude. I think it's because when I was a kid, mm-hmm. my mom, that was like the one movie, like the box art had caught my eye at the video store and my mom just swore up and down that it was the scariest movie ever. And I had to wait till I was like, I want to say 11 or 12 to watch it. And by the fi- by the time I finally saw you it. You missed the window? Yeah. yeah it just I don't know. It didn't hit. I think I was just desensitized from fucking playing Mortal Kombat all the time mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> and it just yeah, it wasn't the same for me. You know what movie, Hawk? I'd love to get your take on this, man. A movie that I think actually does the Exorcist. Like I would watch it ten times before I watched the Exorcist again. Was Possessed, the uh, the spoof of Exorcist with uh, Leslie Nielsen in there. Do you remember that one?
4: Repossessed. Is what it's called. Repossessed. Yeah, yeah that's what um, it was.
0: Yeah. Do you remember that one? Though?
4: Well, I'm a sucker for Leslie Nielsen, uh, spar or spoof films. You know, Airplane naked gun so uh, he's a naked gun i love it i think linda blair actually plays in that movie too i think she's actually the demon in that movie too
0: yeah it had some really good practical effects and stuff i just i always got a kick out of that one anytime i caught it on like hbo or or the movie channel or something as a kid so
4: either way exorcist moves on and i just want to say like i know we're going to (laughs) disagree on some things but saying midsummer is better than exorcist is one of the dumbest takes i've ever heard on a podcast yeah. ever wrestling people movie, people built the Exorcist. Just like
3: said, just said people people built the Exorcist up so high that I was gonna be like, gonna never gonna sleep again when I was twelve years old or thirteen. years not old. That scary. And dude. I watched it, and I was like, this is what's supposed to like give me nightmares. Like, dude, come on, man.
1: It's because you guys have demons. I'm not religious either. Have- I'm a
0: straight up heathen too. So maybe that's why it just did not connect. But yeah, Exorcist. I I think. I mean, I can tell it's like a really good film, but as far as like being a scary movie, it's yeah, it's whatever. I
4: think you need to rewatch it. I don't. All think right, you watch
0: let's it. move on. Let's <laughs> maybe maybe I'll watch it now. As a, a, a you know, it has been probably twenty years since I've seen it. Um, we got a classic going against a more modern film, Nightmare on Elm Street, going up against It Follows. Marco, you're up first.
2: Nightmare on Elm Street. That's it. That's all you need. Okay. <laughs> There's no explanation.
4: So I'll say whenever I talk about high art, because there's art and then there's things you really love, but then there's high art, you things that kind of transcend everything. And I've always said like the Beatles Abbey Road album, High Art, and I always include Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not my favorite movie of all time. It's not even my favorite horror film, but there's something about it when you're watching it. There's just something more to it. It's just it's like iconic. And it's one of my earliest memories from childhood is Freddy Krueger. That's my childhood. I'm like a three-year-old. My sister's watching Nightmare on Elm Street. So it's been there forever. And so when you're a three-year-old, it's like you can't look away. You know it's scary, but you can't look away. So Freddy Krueger is more than just a movie to me. So Nightmare on Elm Street by a mile. I did watch It Follows last night. I watched it at the theater when it came out and hadn't seen it since. And I just found it at a Blu-ray store for three bucks, bought it. Not a terrible movie, but it's not even the same ballpark It's nightmare. All right, that
0: is a clean sweep. Nightmare on Elm Street moves on. Uh Sheen, you know you're a big Freddy Krueger fan. You got anything to add before we go into our next matchup? No,
1: I just I agree with Hawk. Um Nightmare on Elm Street was one of my you know, earliest memories. I've been watching, you know, scary movies and spooky stuff since I was way too young to be watching it, and it was just like always like a running joke at, you know, in my family that anytime I would get a babysitter, I would scare them off because all I wanted to do was like watch Freddy Krueger, you know. And um, I don't. Do you remember in my like high school bedroom whenever like in, in Sugar Grove? Yeah, that, that? big old like.
0: It was Ooh, like a yeah, way, porcelain no, yeah. like sign. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: had a giant deal, Freddy Krueger. I had a giant deal. Freddy Krueger like nightlight. Like it came from Spencer's and it was just like it's like a full like life-size body mold of Freddy Krueger and it was like a nightlight in my uh <laughs> in my bedroom. So, yeah, Freddy Krueger has a very special place in my heart. Nightmare on Elm Street 1. I just think it's I think it's so good again like I said like you don't even really see Freddy Krueger, you haven't even really got to know Freddy Krueger yet. You just know it's this guy with knives for hands and you know, you just hear the music and hear the um, You know, the scraping on the pipes And everything, and it's just, yeah, it's Creepy, and and I agree with Hawk, it's not the Best horror movie out there But I'm super nostalgic for it, so I'll, I'm always gonna defend Freddy, which is kind of Fucked up, because he's, you know, sh- like a Pedophile, so,
3: <laughs> yeah God, You guys are weirdos
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Alright, here we go, we Have another very interesting matchup <laughs>
5: Here's
0: Johnny. We got Jack Nicholson going up against another titan of uh, the film industry, Jim Varney. <laughs> the Shining versus Ernest, Scared, oh Stupid. Oh, you're up first.
4: First off, I'm going to say that Ernest is like Freddy Krueger to me. He's an iconic character from my childhood. I think the fourth theatrical Same. Same. Ernest yeah. movies are solid gold. Ernest goes to jail, is a, maybe a step off than the, the other three, but Saves Christmas, Scared, Stupid, and goes to camp for all camp classic love them but that being said i mean come on you put it up against the shining man well of course the shining yeah
1: that's
5: it that's all, all i right, got to Shane. say The shining.
1: yeah yeah gotta got go with the shining man the the overlook um is is creepy everything about being trapped in a hotel with you know a bunch of dead people is is creepy so the shining
0: so I actually got to push back on the love for The Shining a little bit. It is an amazing movie, one of my all-time favorites, but I don't really consider it a a horror movie, man. I think it's more of like a psychological thriller if I had to categorize it. Whereas Ernest Scared Stupid, even though it's for kids, it's definitely more in the genre. And for that reason, I'm going with my main man, Jim Varney, and picking Ernest Scared Stupid.
1: I mean, there's other movies yeah. on here that are not... Um Straight up, like horror movies, dude. Like, uh, I, and, and the top of the bracket literally says "Chick Fil A Show Scary Movie Showdown," not horror movie slasher film.
0: You're right. Showdown. You're right. Like, but we didn't lay out any, uh, you know, any real criteria for how to judge these. I think it's all open to personal interpretation. And I'm using my vote to uh, to keep Ernest alive at least for one more one more vote.
4: Rip. Okay, that's fine. But The Shining is it's definitely a horror film. It's a haunted hotel. Yes. There's ghosts. There's, you know, the evil twins. There's the yep. old woman that he gets out of the bathtub and he, you know, is a beautiful woman and it turns yep. into an old hag. And,
1: and like And there's a psycho father who tries to murder his entire family. Yep. It's like, I with mean, you know, it's with an ax, with a freaking ax of all things. Yeah,
4: Like, so it's fine if you want to pick Ernest, but to say it's not a horror film, that's just not accurate.
0: All right. Fair enough. Jordan, we are at two to one with the shining uh, leading. What is your pick?
3: Yeah, I'm going the shining. If for nothing else, I love the Grady twins like Zoe. Zoe wanted to go as one of the Grady twins. And I'm like, well, you have to find someone else to go as a Grady twin. And she's like, no, I'll just go as one. I'm like, well, it's not going to make any sense. And uh, yeah, dude, the Grady sisters are just like terrifying, just like watching them walk down the hall. Um, that little boy riding his tricycle down the hall and then coming Danny. upon them. Like, dude, I just I don't know. I love The Shining. You're right, it's not a straight up horror movie, but I just I do love it.
0: All right, so with a score of three to one, the Shining moves on. Our next matchup, Sheena's gonna be kicking this one off. We got Scream going up against Pet Cemetery.
1: Ooh. Okay, so yeah. It's it's gotta be Scream. I'll just say that right off the bat. But Pet Cemetery is one of those movies that I watched as a kid, and it just stuck with me so hardcore. Like it, it just I could not get it out of my head. And there was the scariest horror movie villain of all time, um, in my opinion, was Zelda, like the older sister who was like up in the attic, and it like she was uh Rachel's sister. Dude, it was. She's just so scary. The way she talks, the way she moves, just her like being sick. It's something about that just stuck with me. So I I have a very soft spot for the for Pet Cemetery. Since I've become a parent, I I haven't watched the new one. I can't watch it. It's just it's too too much. Um, but I gotta go with Scream. It's just it's a classic, and it was it was happening like it came what ninety seven right and uh it was right in that time period where i was like staying home out in the freaking sticks babysitting my brother and all i could think of is like oh yeah so great i'm gonna get murdered every time the phone rings
0: yeah i go scream also i really do like pet cemetery it's got some cool scenes but i think scream's one of the one of the best scary movies ever and really i think that whole series is kind of one of the stronger ones across it like it it got a little bit wacky with you know a little bit convoluted but i still think it it made a little bit more sense than some of the other horror films that we've seen make it to, you know, six,
3: seven, eight films. Yeah. So, a so I A little less scream.
1: disjointed than some of the other ones.
3: All right. Pet cemeteries against the ropes. Jordan, you're up. Oh. Pet cemeteries going down right now, dude. Scream is just, I mean, it's, it's an all time classic. Like, do I think the entire series is great? No, but yeah, the original one is, uh, it's just a classic. I mean, it, it came out when we were in our teens well, some of us Hawk might have been in like his twenties, but um
5: but yeah, I love Scream.
0: Uh Hawk, Marco, you guys got anything to add on Scream Pet Cemetery?
4: Uh yeah, Pet Cemetery is a great film. I like Scream. It came out I was freshman in high school i think maybe sophomore i wasn't not that much <laughs> yeah, I Hawks, Hawks only,
0: he's only two years older than us yeah. uh,
4: jordan uh, but pet cemetery was one from my childhood with where, where the imagery stuck with me and it's one where when you're a kid you look away at some parts and man the the ghost that would follow the doctor because th- at the beginning of the movie he has oh, yeah. the, the jogger who gets hit yeah. by the semi and he looks mangled that yeah. was creepy and then the kid man gage fucking Creepy little thing going bitch, around
1: that sequence of people's Achilles, yeah, dude. Man, that's a creepy yeah. scene,
4: but uh I'll I'll go Pet Cemetery, even though it doesn't matter just to be the contrarian. But screams the first one's good. The rest of the series, unwatchable rubbish. Part two serviceable. Part two, serviceable. <laughs> oh, unwatchable that. rubbish. Damn. And um, the newest one, the, uh, Courtney Cox, she's wearing like a Courtney Cox mask. Her
1: face is yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. It's so grotesque It's, now it's,
0: it's hard, hard to look, look at. at. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Uh, we also got to give a shout-out to Stephen King. That was back-to-back Stephen King entries with The Shining and uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. All right. Coming up, we got a Marco special on this one. He was pushing hard for this movie to be included. I'm up first. We got the original Night of the Living Dead going up against Final Destination. I do think Final Destination's got some super cool kill scenes, and for the most part, it's stuff that you could... Even though it it you know be pretty wild, you could at least see it realistically happening. I've never felt comfortable driving behind like a, long a yeah, a long <laughs> truck since then. Um, but I say I go Night of the Living Dead, man. It's you know it's the the zombie movie, man. If you're only going to watch one zombie movie, it's it. Um, so I go Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Jordan, you're up next.
3: Yeah, I, I'm going to go Night of the Living Dead as well. I do love Final Destination, the original one. I I think it kind of for me goes downhill after that one. I feel like that's going to be the case with some more movies we're talking about tonight but yeah Night of the Living Dead is is the zombie movie like that is the zombie movie. Now Zombieland, not a scary movie but it probably gives it a run as one of my favorite zombie movies so
1: Zombieland's kind, of, it's zombie kind of yeah land. it gets kind of scary dude those zombies are wicked man. Yeah.
3: All right Marco,
0: you you movies down 20 man. Night of the Living Dead versus Final Destination.
2: Um yeah, so you'll be um, very surprised to know that I'm going to pick *Night of the Living Dead* to beat <laughs> *Final Destination*. I only wanted to throw it in there because I had to argue it into the uh, into the fold. But I do love I do love *Final Destination*. I do like the series. I don't love the series. Uh, they, I think they're very entertaining. Um, but yeah, I can't go against George George A. Romero uh, when it comes to movies. Just uh, he just pretty much you know, set the standard when it comes to horror movies. And obviously a lot of people would, you know, argue that um, Alfred Hitchcock would uh, you know, rival that as well. But I'm going to go with George A. Romero in his uh, fantastic rendition of of How to Live During a Zombie Apocalypse.
0: All right. So Night of the Living Dead moves on in a well, clean sweep. Uh, well, uh, well, Hawk, well, Sheena, you guys got any?
4: Yeah, of course I have something to say about this. First off, Final Destination is one that should not be on the list. (laughs) Instead of a vampire or a werewolf movie, we should have definitely had American Werewolf in London.
0: Freaking. One thing we learned tonight, if nothing else, Hawk has got a fetish for werewolves.
1: He's a a furry, for sure. And uh, secondly,
4: (laughs) off take here, I think George Romero is overrated. We just did a broken VCR cinema court, where I argue for 2004's Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder's over George Romero's nineteen
0: seventy.
1: Dawn of the Dead is awesome. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Well, that's a remake. Cool.
0: That's uh, – I
1: know. But that we, was we, our – the one from argued, 2004 is a remake, Sheena. Yeah.
4: That's what we did. We yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one a lot. That's the one with
0: the. Uh, – it's got Ving Rhames, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
4: But uh, I think George Romero's overrated, man. Honestly. I like him. I don't dislike him. I just don't think he's the end-all, be-all of zombie films personally yeah. and night of Living Dead is not even show? my favorite one. i Show's love creep good. show but yeah that's a stephen king i don't i don't think george romero directed he directed all of creep show or just like one i, had th- I thought
1: so or was it just one vignette okay he may have, have
4: no he may have done them all i know there was a collaboration <laughs> i like i like george romero i'm just saying he's overrated and but anyway, not yeah. in the Living Dead yeah. wins. I mean, okay. it, was, it was
1: directed. So Creepshow, Creepshow was directed by George Romero, and it was written by Stephen King. Yeah. Okay.
2: So
4: I,
0: uh nah, I, I kind of feel you, man. I think there's definitely been like some more, more exciting, maybe more just straight up entertaining zombie movies. But I feel like they're all working off the template that he laid.
2: Yep. Yeah. I feel, I feel the same way about because uh, I mentioned Alfred Hitchcock. I feel the same way about his movies. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's the greatest. Uh, I don't
1: know. Tw- Twenty eight days vehicle. later, kind of broke the mold for uh, for fast zombies, zombies, dude. Yeah, fast yeah. zombies changed the freaking game, dude. So, like, I mean, yeah, the George George Romero kind of like built the built the zombie castle, but yeah, fa- you can't fuck with fast zombies, dude. I never want to be if if we're in an apocalypse, I need it to be like a Walking Dead style George <laughs> Romero style apocalypse, dude. If like if I got some fucking athletes sprinting towards me, dude. you know, like.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so that? it's over for me. You have LeBron James as a zombie chasing after you, you're pretty much dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. They just got like, yeah, and they don't ever get tired either. So like, that's the thing. They just keep freaking going.
0: All right, here we go. I think this one's going to be a tough one for Jordan. Uh We'll see. <clears throat> we got Friday the 13th, part two up against the devil's rejects
3: Ooh. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fuck i, I mean don't, okay. don't pick against jason
1: dude we got we got a we got a friday the 13th coming up in a couple days dude, okay so, so here's a be what I'm... careful and it's in october so be careful what you conjure up dude.
3: dude oh my god dude i can i just i cannot (laughs) pick against devil's rejects like it's literally Uh, one of my i'm not and hawk can rip on me all he wants it's fine i don't care like at this point i'm gonna take a stand dude devil's rejects is one of my favorite movies like just period overall like i just love that movie captain Spaulding in that movie is just so much more like evil otis driftwood is awesome I just, I love that movie so much. And there's so many just disgusting scenes in that movie. I I just cannot pick against Devil's Rejects, dude. Like I, I fought so hard for this to be on here. I don't care if it gets clean sweep, like whatever, but I had to. It's going to have at least
1: one vote. (laughs) You make sure
0: it's not getting a clean sweep, dude.
3: Yeah, I just, I have to pick it, dude. I just, I love all the characters in that movie. Yes, I know. I love Jason. It's just, dude, Devil's Rejects just hits different for me. All right, Marco, you're up next. Damn.
2: Um. Wow. This is this is definitely tough. I am. Oh man, this is horrible because I do love that whole series, Rob Zombie, but I have to go with Friday the Thirteenth. Um, Jason has been a staple in my life since I was a, a young lad uh, up until my teens, and for some reason. I love Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, and that's probably the worst one out of all of them. Um, but it's just that movie just sticks with me for some reason. Like even Which I even one had the, was Part Six. Um, he comes back from he's like he's like he's dead, and then he comes alive by this like there's like a lightning storm, and a rod hits hits his grave, and he like comes back to life. I have the figure, mm. I have the Neca figure. Uh, that Which one was Jason over. goes Jay- to Manhattan? Jason lives. Jason lives. Yeah, so he's like. It's like he goes back to the camp. There's like, there's a scene where there's like you know a paintball thing going on in the woods, and he's just killing all the. They, paintball love, they love to bring
1: some motherfuckers back with uh, lightning. They did that with Freddy Krueger once too. Yeah, that's, all, that's, that's how like the Undertaker re-
0: always came back.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, man, just uh, just said like I said, it's Jason, just like Freddy Krueger is just a staple amongst horror movies. <clears throat> and as much as I do love Devil's Rejects, I can't put the you know I can't put jason or friday the 13th that whole series over devil's rejects i'd be be doing myself a disservice if i did that
0: all right we're tied up one to one hawk you're up next
1: so
4: i will say i think devil's rejects is rob zombie's best movie mm-hmm.
1: uh yeah agreed
4: and and i think you guys picked friday the 13th part two because that's the first one jason's in i'm guessing was your logic behind that because part one's clearly yeah, we, yeah. We we back and forth film
0: I think part one is part the better. I,
4: yeah, I agree. Part one's better. But but part three is the one where he puts on the mask, so part two he doesn't even have the mask. Yeah, so true. Thought,
1: yeah, he's got the freaking uh, like we, uh, burlap sack. The situation. Sack. Uh
4: so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go devil's rejects just because it's not Hell Friday yeah. the 13th, part <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> Jordan. Jordan just got H A R D, dude. <laughs> if you would have went Friday the
4: thirteenth, the original I, all day long, but I like Devil's Rejects and uh I will talk about maybe another Rob Zombie film when it comes along that I don't like as much so but I'll go Devil's Rejects. <laughs> All
0: right, Sheena, you're up. Devil's Rejects leading 2 Damn. to 1. Damn.
1: Hawk, Hawk literally just changed my whole outlook because yes, my my thought process behind part 2 was that it was the first appearance of Jason which, you know, speaking of cultural significance like you know, if you tell somebody tutti fucking fruity or like Jason Voorhees, they're going to know, you know what I mean? Like Jason Voorhees wins a hundred times out of a hundred for even people who are not, um, horror fans, right? Like they, they know who Jason is. Um, but yeah, not having the mask that really does make a difference to me right now. Cause I love the devil's rejects. I, I love the, the firefly, firefly fam. Those, those films are really sentimental to me. So, I think I'm gonna go with the devil's rejects too, dude. Yes,
0: wow, that it is stunning. Jason. Yes, and Jason gets bounced. Round yeah, one. I mean, Jason is
1: kind of a mama's boy, baby bitch, dude. Like, like straight up. I mean, so that's exactly. uh, it, not surprised that he got that he got beat. But yeah, Hawk really, Hawk put the nail in the coffin for me there with the. Uh, pointing out that part three would have actually been a better film for this particular bracket.
0: Yeah. I probably would have voted Friday the 13th. I just do I, I get what you guys are saying about the mass, but I still think the introduction of Jason as a character is just so, you know, historically significant for, for horror movies, but you know, devil's rejects. I agree with you, Jordan. It's one of my all time favorite movies. So I'm not shedding any tears about Jason getting sent home. round But one. I will
4: say that all like right. Captain Spaulding though, I think that's an. I think there's a couple character. I could be iconic characters with the Firefly family in. Yeah,
0: as
1: far as like stuff time, out of the last 15 years, yeah, Captain Spaulding's up there.
4: Yet, but like, those are pretty. The imagery of the family is pretty iconic. We're just it hasn't had enough oh, time yeah. to grow yet, I guess.
3: Dude, that scene. Yeah, I would the- say
1: Captain Spaulding's definitely the the. Most popular out of the Firefly fam for sure.
3: That scene where they're in the drop top convertible at the end and Freebirds playing and they're getting shot by the cops, like dude.
1: Oh, epic, dude! Yeah, you just get
3: tears running down your cheeks. Oh God, dude, that scene's so. Well, it's weird
1: because you like, dude, because you know that these were just like murderous, horrible human beings, dude, like straight up. But you somehow, like, I felt like, damn, dude, like. I can't believe they're getting killed. (laughs) You know, like I felt bad for them. Um, And you never want to sympathize with people like that. But yeah, that, that moment made me sympathize with them.
0: All right. Up next, we got Rob Zombie making back-to-back appearances. We got House of a Thousand Corpses, Hawk's favorite, going up against one of the most significant, uh, you know, horror movies of the nineties, the Blair Witch Project. Marco, you're up first.
2: Dang. Wow. Um, Man, I'm going with Blair Witch Project, only because it. You want to elaborate on that? Well, only because it's uh, it 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 kind of redefined a lot of a lot of ways how a horror movie was, um, promoted as well as yeah, um, you know, presented on screen. It was more. It's kind
0: of one of the first things to go like internet finished. viral, you know? Well, yeah, because yeah.
2: people thought it was real. People thought it was like an yeah. actual thing that happened because it was very mm-hmm. local. Uh, the way they, the way they shot those, like the the local people, you know, talking about it, seemed very real. There was, a, and the, they
0: had websites and stuff that you could go to yeah. that seemed legit. And this was, you know, I think collectively, like the internet was a much more naive place, and. Yep you know you people were a lot more susceptible to just believe whatever they saw i mean not that they're not
2: nowadays I mean, like, but even more so back about? then
4: that is today see it on the internet
2: <laughs> but uh yeah. just a lot more technology nowadays but yeah no it's just a just a movie itself like not knowing what the hell was going to happen like it, the just the, the suspense that was brought you know brought throughout the movie um obviously there's you know there's Later on as the years went by, the, the end of it was like nah. It, it, when you look at it, look back at yeah. it. But at the time, uh, spoiler alert, when they, they make it to the house and they go in the basement and they see That is
0: creepy
5: as so. That that right yeah. there
2: was and that and, and a lot of stuff like, like that nowadays, like a lot of these found footage movies obviously have been based off of Blair Witch Project. Um I mean, yeah, that was like the first time that it specif- really been done. Specifically the series I was trying to get into this was VHS. Which is uh, that kind of like? Oh uh, yeah, like like VHS is well. I
1: like. I it really like
0: love a, VHS. It was like that, but it was like an anthology, anthology. series. Yeah, yeah they- I, I enjoyed the VHS. Some of the shorts are. Uh, there's a big range of quality between the the different shorts, but yeah, I thought VHS was really, really cool. And Some dude, of the shorts are really, really
2: creepy stuff. In oh there. yeah, like even that even that like obviously that's like the blair witch project but like on because it's like an overarching story with those it's like it's it's a vhs tape that was found and then people pop it in and they watch it and they either you know something to yeah. them. but like yeah. just that right there like from blair witch project to we'll say the vhs series which is more current like just see like how it evolved that type of horror genre uh um, the found footage series that's what you know blair witch started and it's you know it stayed with it. Paranormal activity. You go on and on and on with it. So, yeah, I'm picking up. Uh, all I'm right, just, Hawk, like,
0: you've been waiting for a few days to uh, to <laughs> unleash on this one, dude. Tell us why House of a Thousand Corpses is the worst scary movie ever made.
2: No.
4: Here's my complaint. So, we've done a few – spoiler alert. We don't do any other fran- – we don't ever do include another film for the franchise. This is the only franchise where we do two films from it. And it's like this one of all yeah. franchises – because Rob Zombie himself, because we did House of a Thousand Corpses on Broken VCR. Rob Zombie doesn't even like House of a Thousand Corpses. It's objectively not a good movie, which that Devil Rejects is, though. Like He took everything that he wanted to do with House of a Thousand Corpses and did it with Devil's Rejects. So I just don't think it should have been on the list for that reason. Blair Witch Project is an amazing film. I watch it about yeah. every hour, if not every year, every other year. And the ending is fine because it's not about the ending. It's about the ride to get there. It's creepy because yeah. you don't ever see. True. I like the movies yeah. where you don't necessarily see the dream. You feel it through the characters. And man, you feel yeah. it in this movie. And I was a teenager and I had just gotten my first uh, video camera. I'm a film guy. So me and my friends did a movie called the James Dean Ghost Project of similar tone. <laughs> and uh, so this movie really hit me as a, as a 16-year-old kid. I love it. Blair Witch Project all the way.
0: Alright, Sheena, you're up next. House of a Thousand Corpses down 2 0.
1: Okay, so I, I I like House of a Thousand Corpses. I, I really there's nothing scarier to me than just like an absolutely like sociopathic, psychopathic family that are all just like living together, nesting together with like this just like, you know, just murderous mentality, right? Like just like on, you know, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and freaking House of a Thousand Corpses. Like, that shit's just scary to me. Like, all these people, like, there's so many people in the house and they're all wanting to fucking kill you, right? Uh, In the worst ways possible. So I really love House of a Thousand Corpses, um, but I got to go with Blair Witch Project. One, for cultural significance. And two, yeah, I just... the innovation in that movie uh just like the found footage and the way they marketed it and the way that like Seth said they had you know all the stuff set up to just really make you buy into to you know the whole experience uh yeah Blair Witch Project.
5: I oh, cannot believe you guys. Man. And
1: uh, listen and House of a Thousand Corpses was the first movie like Seth invited me over to his house uh you know when we were in high school and we were like hey let's watch a movie you know before Netflix and chill you had to go to the movie store and like you know get a dvd <clears throat> and, and, and chill. Uh, it was, it was House of a Thousand Corpses. Well, <laughs> so that was the first movie, you know, and things turned out well. So it's it's got a special place in my heart. Well,
3: clearly not. You didn't pick it. <laughs> it's not a good I mean, movie.
1: Damn. It's, not my, it's not a matter of my favorites, dude. Yes. If, if I'm going to watch a movie, if I had to pick between watching The Blair Witch Project or House of a Thousand Corpses, I'll probably pick House of a Thousand Corpses just because it's no. more in my vein of like horror style, right? this bracket isn't about what my favorite movie is because a lot of my favorites aren't even on here. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Blair rich project cause we're picking, you know, the best scary film.
0: Oh man. That's disappointing. I really love house of a thousand corpses. So do but I. It got its ass kicked. All right. Up next, uh, Hawk, you're up first on this one. We got Children of the Corn going against a little uh, Japanese horror-inspired, The Ring. This is the American version of it, but yeah, The Ring versus Children
4: of the Corn. You're up first, Hawk. Children of the Corn by by a mile, man. I love this movie. This is another big one for my childhood. Because a lot of the horror films, because when you're a kid, you go rent some, but a lot of them, what's what's on it, like USA at midnight and stuff. Cable, yeah. 11 o'clock, midnight, you're a kid, and... Children of the Corn was always on cable and uh man he who walks behind the Rose. and I'm from Indiana <laughs> so it hits more yeah, I know jo- I know Jordan feels this movie cuz he's in Nebraska so there's actually that dread <laughs> when you're a kid when you're cuz it's all I literally was in a town of like 2000 people was surrounded by cornfields and uh Malachi and Isaac creepy as fuck Yeah I was going to say Malachi And uh what, right. what, what was it uh, up against the ring that's not even The ring—it's not even worth talking about.
1: Oh Uh, my gosh! I see. I I disagree. I thought the ring was so scary.
4: In comparison to Children of the Corn, I like the ring. I mean, in comparison.
1: (sighs) Yes, it's just there's just two totally different. It's just two totally different flavors of, of horror. You know what I mean? Like it's like you know you've got like the cult of Children of the Corn, and then you've just got the ring with this just absolutely terrifying. I mean, it really is
0: two different types. It's
1: Stephen
0: King against Japanese horror. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was never a big fan of like the Japanese horror trend that was really in vogue in, uh, you know, the mid 2000s.
1: I dude, The ring was super scary to me. Um, just, I mean, I, I don't know if it was the way that it was shot. It was just all kind of like dark and gray and, you know, Japanese looking. Um, but uh, yeah, when she crawls out of that TV, that literally sent freaking like chills up my spine more than anything that I ever saw in children of the corn. So that the ring scared me more. So I'm going with the ring.
0: I mean, I think the little, like the tape that they had to watch on the ring was pretty creepy, but the rest of the movie was like, it was whatever. It It was slow
1: and kind of plotting and like, yes, but dude, the parts that were scary were really fucking scary.
0: Children of the Corn was awesome though. I still roll with it. Malachi, okay. you know, that's that's always been a creepy name ever since then. You know, you look at freaking Malachi Black and AEW. Of course, you know he was had to have been inspired by Children of the Corn with uh with that name. So yeah, I go Children of the Corn. Jordan, you're up next, man. We got a battle going. Children of the corn up two to one on the ring.
3: Yeah, dude. I just uh I love Children of the Corn. Hawk's right, man. I surrounded by cornfields. Because
1: you're a child <laughs> of the corn. Dude. In, in
3: my city, that's like the 40th biggest city in the United States. I, I know people think I just live in the middle of a cornfield, but uh, s- surprise, I don't. Like, I mean, it's not... Actually, They're city slickers, dude. Yeah, it's not, it's not a tiny city that I live in, guys. Like, I, I know it's funny to joke about it, but yeah, I, I just like Children of the Corn better. I mean, the ring... I remember watching it the first time and just thinking, man, this is a different kind of movie and just being creeped out by it. But I dude, children in the corn is just so good to me. Like I, I even like the shitty ones, like the the um, the farther it gets down in the series. I, I still like those movies. I just I don't know. I has a soft spot for me.
1: It's corn.
0: All right. Uh, we got six matchups left to go. Let's take a quick uh, pause for the cause and have a drink and then we'll uh, we'll get back at it.
1: <laughs> Somebody took a who's smoke havin, break. Who's
0: having a, who's having a respiratory event all of a
4: Oh,
3: that's Hawk. Hawk just did a puff puff pass. <laughs> little, a little bait. bait hit. hard,
1: dude. Yeah. All
3: right.
0: Uh, so, this is the weekly beverage break where we We're talk about. are
1: drop for the smoke break. Yeah. yeah. What
0: we are uh, sipping while we record. Sheena, <laughs> so, you know, what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking an ice-cold uh, glass of salted raw milk with a dri- drizzle oh of maple syrup. Oh,
3: my God. And, fucking disgusting. Even you know, for the I, fucking horror episode, you couldn't
1: have went outside? Listen, listen, no, listen. I blended in a little bit of organic pumpkin puree mm. to make it seasonal and put a little cinnamon no. in there. No. No. So, the only
3: way it would have been, right. been seasonal is if there was Living alcohol on the edge you
2: know?
3: <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't
0: know how long we were going to go, so I'm not trying to go too far off the uh, beaten path. I'm just making a Miller Lite, you know, keeping
3: it keeping it light. Uh, Jordan, what are you drinking, man? I am drinking an American IPA. It is out of somewhere in Iowa. I don't fucking know. I can't read this can. I'm hammered already, I think. <laughs> Whatever. It's it's Mardo Brewing Company. It The uh, name of the beer is Rod the Well Man. So it's, okay. it's 7.2. Good beer. I like a good American IPA, so I just went with kind of a, a more mild beer. I didn't go with a 9.6 tonight like I usually do. Yeah, I figured you were going to break out some kind of crazy Halloween-inspired stout.
0: That's next week. All right. Uh, Marco, what are you drinking?
2: I am actually sipping on a the Halloween-inspired uh, stout, which I did on the last show we did, which is the uh, Warlock Imperial Pumpkin Stout, the, uh, the old 8.6 uh, alcohol volume, so... Yeah. Just,
0: Hawk, are you drinking or are you just smoking, dude?
4: I'm I got some wine I'm drinking on uh Cabernet Sauvignon out of Chile.
3: Well <laughs> <little> box wine. <laughs> like it no,
4: it's it's a bottle, but it's uh it's a twist off, it's not a cork. It's twist seven, I
1: knew you were gonna say it was a twist off, dude. I had a, $7. I had a feeling.
4: But you know what? The, back <laughs> in the day that would have been like a signal like don't buy it, but today a lot of good wines are turning
1: to the twist off. So that's a fact. Yeah. It's it's becoming it's becoming more trendy to have a a, a twist top. But yeah, I do love a good cab sav It's yeah, good stuff. But then I got a
4: nice big glass of uh Mennonite apple cider.
1: All natural,
4: delicious.
0: All natural.
1: Love good apple cider,
5: dude.
0: All right, yet another Stephen King. Yeah, this is the second time we've gone back to back on uh Stephen King entries on here. We got Carrie going up against the conjuring. Sheena, you're first.
1: Um Okay, so Carrie is. I, I think it's you know upheld as like one of the the better horror movies, or I guess not better, but more iconic horror movies, <clears throat> just because of like the Carrie scene. Yeah. However, it uh, to me it doesn't hold up um, over the years. Like I just feel like it doesn't really you know doesn't have that long standing effect. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Conjuring, dude, because the Conjuring is pretty damn scary.
0: Yeah, I'm not really like hard up on the entire like. Conjuring cinematic universe, they basically have going at this point, (laughs) but I do think that first one was really, really good and same. Carrie, like, it's still, it's still like a fun story, but it doesn't really hold up to me as like a a really good scary movie. So, Conjuring's my pick, Jordan.
3: Man, I didn't think this was gonna go this way. Uh, I'm, (laughs) I'm actually going the Conjuring as well. Like, dude, I just, I don't know, man. Carrie just, that movie never did it for me yet. Yeah, it does have like the, one of the most cinematic scenes when she's covered in blood. But I don't know, dude, that movie just does nothing for me at this point. I rewatched it a couple of years ago and I don't know. I I don't understand why I liked that movie at any point in my life. I I was, I think that's another one kind of like the
0: exorcist. My mom really hyped it up as being like a scary movie. She really liked. So, and I love my mom, best mom ever. But I think as a kid hearing that, it just kind of like predisposed (laughs) me to think like, all right, this is going to be fucking lame. Yeah. Uh, Hawk, Marco, any uh, any love for Carrie before we bid adieu? Yeah,
4: Hawk. it's one of the greatest horror films of all time. Brian De Palma is one of my favorite directors of all time. <laughs> and man, the, the final sequence of that movie, and I watch this like every year because it's a uh, clinic in filmmaking. The final scene where she's actually, you know, she gets the pig bloods on her because Brian De Palma yeah. drops the sound out. It gets totally silent. And he just starts doing insert shots of like he follows the rope up to the bucket. And then he does little insert shots of someone's under the stairs watching, shoots to the crowd. It's just a perfect movie. And uh, Sissy Spacek for me, like, that's who. The reason I'm not married is because I can't marry Sissy Spacek circa 1975. I like. Wow. That's the hottest Whoa. little thing Hollywood's ever produced. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's so there's so much to love
5: about Carrie,
4: and uh, I don't I hate The Conjuring. I think it's the greatest horror film of the 21st century. But man, Carrie's iconic. I gotta go, Carrie. I love it.
0: All right, bye, bye, Carrie. Man, watch you know. Make sure don't let Hawk put a blanket over his lap because watch you watching Carrie. You know, no. have more for
4: watching uh, that. I can't watch Carrie yeah. with. with uh, Other people (laughs) in the room. I got to be by myself.
2: Of course. Candles lit all that stuff. again.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Sissy's Basic was born on Christmas Day, dude. Her and and Jesus share a birthday. So, you know. She's divine. But uh, one more thing I
4: want to mention about Carrie is, so the opening shot is the opening credit sequence is a slow motion shot. And Brian De Palma, it's supposed to be a girl's high school locker room. So they're all 18 or under and everyone's completely naked. It's a full frontal credit scene. like It's just 70s bush in your face.
1: Oh, I was going to say the bush was... Yeah. But it's insane be because
4: blown. like, it's supposed to be a high school girl. So it's, it's this weird thing that they got, got away with in the 70s that you would never get away with now.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. All right, up next, we got another, you know, kind of a mismatch on paper.
3: Hi, I'm Chucky. And I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho Hi, I like to be hugged. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Ah! Hi, I'm coming. Shut up, you idiot. Surprise. Ah, 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 Did you ah, miss me, Andy? I sure missed ah. you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play?
0: We got the iconic Chucky, of uh, the original Child's Play, going up against Hannibal Lecter Ooh. and Silence of the Lambs. So I'm up first <clears throat> on this one. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, definitely the better movie, but kind of like the same thing I said about The Shining. I don't really consider it a true horror. I think it's more of like a psychological thriller. And Child's Play was like my movie, man. Like if you just told me scary movie, first thing popping in my head is Child's Play. My parents, for some reason, let me watch it. I had to have been like six years old, man. I couldn't have been much older than that because I remember being very young, And being scared to death. Like anytime I would hear like some like shuffling in the middle of the night, I was thinking it was, all right, Chucky's found me. He's at my house. He's about to kill me. Like this movie (laughs) just terrified me for a solid three or four years. So, you know, thanks for that mom and dad. Um, I go child's play all the way, man. I love that movie. Uh, Jordan, you're up next.
3: Oh, dude, I I love child's play, but dude, silence of the lambs is like one of the, like, it's just, it's so good. I mean, Hawk's going to be able to break this down a lot better than I am Because I'm not like a, a film buff I, I don't like watch, I like the shots And how they shoot every scene But dude, just the scene where He's talking about eating her liver With some fava beans and a nice Chianti Like, I don't know man I, th- th- I love this movie, I watch it every year So I'm going Silence of the Lambs Marco mm. Man I'm going to
2: side with, uh, I'm gonna have to side with Seth on this one Going child's play. Talking about. Just that, just that clip that you played. <clears throat> that that I always think of that clip where he's like when he's he has the like his his like human voice. He's like I'm Chucky, and it's like want to play, and it like changes into the that that right there is a the toy that, voice. Yeah, that was giving me the uh, the chills right there. But um, yeah, I do love Silence <clears throat> of the Lambs. Uh, obviously, it's one of the, I mean one of the greatest movies ever made. You can't you can't deny that. I am with Seth on. It, it really is to me more of a psychological thriller than a, a scary movie. Um, it's a suspense. It has a lot of suspense, <clears throat> not really scary. I mean, without, you know, obviously Buffalo bill with the, you know, you know, would you help he puts me Puts the with, lotion on uh, the skin? Would <laughs> you, would you help me with this? Uh, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wasn't really scary to me. He was just a creep pretty much. Um, that, uh, that had a, that, that loved women. I don't see anything scary about that. He just had a love for women. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Child's Play.
0: <laughs> yeah, I put Silence of the Lambs closer to something like Seven. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't think Seven exactly. is like a, a, a scary, movie, scary movie. So movie, yeah. I don't know. And I just I love Child's Play. I do love Silence of the Lambs. It's one of my favorite movies ever, but it's Child's Play for me. All right, oh, Ch- Chucky's got Hannibal Lecter on the ropes in a, a big upset, man, out of his weight class, up two to one. You're up next.
4: Yeah, I don't think Silence of the Lambs is really a horror film, but it is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's a clinic in filmmaking from script all the way to... Editing. It's a perfect film. Hannibal Lecter is an iconic character. But Child's Play is pretty underrated. The, the first one especially. They do it really because – and there's been a few doll movies that came out in the 80s that are silly. So if, there's a really fine line when you're making a movie about a killer doll. of, or Is it going to be corny or is it going to be good? I think the original Child's Play does a good job. And actually, the first two sequels, part two and three, are pretty good. But once the movies start becoming like Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, they're terrible. Yeah. Unwatchable.
0: It became almost more like, uh, I mean, it was kind of I comical, still enjoyed yeah. them, but I kind of looked at it. I, I watched those more like horror comedies instead yeah. of like straight, like scary movies, you know? But well, yeah, they definitely went off of it. They, they totally changed the tone big time after the first three.
4: I'm going to pick Child's Play because it's a horror film, but I'll say Silence of the Lambs is the superior movie.
0: Of course. All right, Sheen Dog, you got anything to say about Silence of the Lambs as uh, Chucky pulls off the upset and sends Hannibal packing?
1: No, I, I totally agree with Hawk and you and everybody who picked Child's Play that, uh, yeah, <clears throat> Silence of the Lambs is the superior movie, but Child's Play is uh, more iconic and it's definitely more relevant in my childhood, in my, you know, horror horror fandom. All
0: right. A matchup of two older movies. We got Evil Dead going up against The Thing. Jordan, you're up first.
3: Ooh. Ooh. I well, really didn't want to go first on this one. That's hot. Let Hawk go first on this one. All right, go for it, Hawk.
4: Uh, what's the matchup? I'm sorry. Missed it.
0: Evil Dead versus The Thing.
4: Oh, The Thing. John Carpenter. This is, I like The Thing better than I like Halloween, but I actually think The Fog's John Carpenter's best film. That's probably just a me thing. Uh, but the thing is, man, Kurt Russell in the 80s, there's not a whole lot better than Kurt Russell and John Carpenter teaming up. I think it's. The Thing's one of the greatest horror films of all time. So, uh, yeah, it's when, what's what's it going up against? I'm a fucking idiot. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I like Evil Dead. I think Evil 2, Evil Dead 2 is a superior film. And I think it was pretty bold because Sam Raimi remade his own film like five years later. He literally just remade it. Uh, And I think he did better with the remake. But The Thing, because it's one of the greatest horror films of all time.
0: All right, back to you, Jordan.
3: Yeah, I, I'm going to go with The Thing as well. Like, I, I was I was really leaning The Thing, and I was like, God, dude, am I doing Evil Dead a disservice here? Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with The Thing. It is a great movie, and I do like Evil Dead a lot, though. I like both of those first two movies quite a bit. So this was a tough one for me, but I, I'm going to go with The Thing.
0: All right, Marco, The Thing up 2 on Evil Dead.
2: Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the, with the thing of a, uh, I have a <sighs> Kurt Russell Mark, man. I, uh, um, all the, like he's like Hawk said, all the movies that, that they've teamed up to do John Carpenter, obviously, you know, snake Plissken, um, with they escape from New York and escape from LA, um, Big
4: trouble in little China,
2: big trouble in little China as well. And it's the thing is it, that's, a, that's another one of those movies where it's, <clears throat> it's Kinda of like ahead of its time in, in a sense where just the just the special effects of that movie as well. The just the story by itself isn't isn't particular for that type of well not that type, sorry, that, that time frame um that it was made in, um, eighties. And I, I don't know, I just I, I just love that movie. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a current Russell Mark, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go where wherever he goes, uh I'm gonna go. If Death Proof was on this on this list, on this tournament he that would get my vote that's anyway. a horror. So, I consider that a horror <laughs> film, so we
4: could have put that on the list.
2: We could, we could have, but, but yeah, instead I'm of House of a Thousand
4: uh... Corpses. <laughs> <All> right,
5: <laughs>
0: I like, I like the thing a lot, but I just loved all the practical effects on Evil Dead. I'm a sucker for, uh, you know, practical effects, and that's something Sam Raimi's always been big on. Whoa, whoa, Even whoa, whoa. you know, I gotta his more his yet. later stuff.
4: I gotta oh. stop you mid sentence. You. <laughs> You're talking about practical effects and you say Evil Dead when The Thing is literally...
1: The Thing has like... That's known for being the film with the best practical effects I do, but Sam Raimi's got like
0: the oozy, the goo, all that stuff. I just loved his style, you know? I was going to say, even like his later movies, like Drag Me to Hell, he still kept that thing going, man. I just... I love Evil Dead. That's what I think. I mean, I know The Thing was like super cool and everything, but Evil Dead is like... It's kind of the same as like... I, I think of it in the same vein as like Killer Clowns and stuff as far as practical special effects go. So that would have been my pick, man. You're but.
4: comparing The Thing to Killer Clowns from Outer Space? For Killer Clowns space is time. awesome. Yeah. That's the best I movie. If there's one
0: movie, movie that should have been on this, it should have been Killer Clowns. I just yeah, we thinking, blew it.
4: Man, I, the special effects in Evil Dead just don't compare to The Thing. But whatever. Everyone's allowed their own opinion, I guess. Exactly. It's all <laughs> subjective. <laughs>
0: All right. Up next, we got uh, kind of the spiritual successor to Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, going up against a movie that didn't even get a theatrical release, but has become really one of the more popular modern horror movies, just off of word of mouth. Trick or Treat, uh, Marco. You're up first.
2: Oh man, why would you do this to me? What was it again? It was Trick or Treat and Paranormal, paranormal Activity. activity. <sighs> man, I do. I'm not. I'm, you know what? I wasn't a big fan of the paranormal. Uh, series like the whole i, I eh, yeah i wasn't really really a big fan of it I'm not a big fan of the uh, paranormal i'm going to go with trick or treat definitely definitely uh a be- I, for me it's a better movie um it's it's halloween it's scary and uh we already gave away the ending of it there's werewolves in it so hawk it should be an easy pick for you um boobs but it has boobs and werewolves and yeah. um in in tiny scary uh, people trying to kill somebody. But um, no. yeah, no, I'm going with trick-or-treat. <laughs> I'm not a paranormal person.
4: All right, Hawk, you're up next. Yeah, trick-or-treat. I didn't see the first paranormal activity until last year, then I bought the first two, and I'm not real high on them, honestly, no. at all. <clears throat> so it's not even close to trick-or-treat, but uh, trick-or-treat's all right. I don't love it either. There, there oh are certain God. vignettes what? that I like better than other ones. I like the Anna Paquin the, the werewolf. Oh, yeah, of course, of there was course, werewolves. Yeah. yeah, the werewolves. Were- the, the scene around the orgy. Tied
1: werewolves. The orgy, werewolves. The orgy around the fire yeah. is
4: pretty great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, in general, uh, it's not one of my favorites, but I'll go with Trick or Treat because I like the vibe oh. of the film. Because yeah. the thing to know about, it's crazy with horror films that we watch them during October, but there's not a lot of horror films that take place on Halloween.
1: Yeah, this is a Halloween movie, yes. They have a
4: good vibe, so I do like that.
1: I love the Halloween vibe, yeah. Oh, so I guess it's it's going right into me, yeah. So that I'm definitely going trick-or-treat on this one. Paranormal Activity was cool. I thought, you know, like, again, the found footage was neat. Um, But trick-or-treat, the whole vibe, I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood like that my whole life where everybody just, like, goes all out, and there's, like, you know, shrub rows, like little suburban (laughs) neighborhood with old houses, like... Yeah, I just, um, the Halloween vibes in that are incredible. I love Sam. I love the like little anthology story, all kind of like woven together to make a movie. Um, yeah, it's it's <clears throat> trick or treat for me all the way. I watch it every every year.
0: Yeah, I, I love trick or treat. Like it's got, a, it's just, it's, it makes you feel like Halloween when you watch it. It's got an awesome aesthetic. Paranormal Activity was cool watching it in the theaters because you remember yeah. it had like the viral thing going too. They kind of like, Dripped it out across the country like it yeah. would be it was like a big deal whenever it finally made Changer it to your city, city. yeah because it didn't yeah. have a whole lot of previews and stuff um but I that's one that it's like it's a one and done right like you never I, I yes. don't think that's I a movie anybody's ever gonna be I've like, never oh, gone back, back and, and watched I yeah. think
1: we may have watched it once on DVD or something like that after the fact but yeah we went to the movies and then
0: yeah that was it. trigger treat moves on in a clean sweep all right we have our only mini series uh of the uh of the, the tournament here. The 1990 version of Stephen King's It, man. Stephen King, we we should have just had a whole Stephen King bracket (laughs) on this thing. Uh, It going up against Poltergeist. Hawk, you're up first.
4: So those Stephen King miniseries of the early 90s, that was my childhood. My stepmom loved them. She read a lot of Stephen King. So I witnessed Pennywise in 1990, I think it was, as an eight-year-old kid. And it's actually one of the more t- – even though it's made for TV, it's one of the more terrifying things to lay on a kid of eight years old, I think. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise, to this day, it's way better than the kid who just played Pennywise. It's so much better. Guard. Yeah, the um, guard kid. I like Poltergeist. I like Toby Hooper. But, man, I don't know. It's tough because Poltergeist is – it's a classic film, but – that's one of those films that it's like, is that a horror film? Sure, it's a haunted right. house, but it gets kind of whimsy, whimsical. You, there's that Spielberg yeah. touch to it, so it doesn't. It's go, almost like
0: an ET. Mm, yes. Type, closer to like an ET yeah. vibe than like true scary movie.
4: Um. Yeah. So fuck. Is Poltergeist versus what was the first one again?
5: It. it. Miniseries it yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Childhood. You yeah. literally
0: went on and on about how scary it was,
1: dude.
4: Style and Grace, man. You need the drop. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Stephen King's <laughs> it for sure
1: all right Sheena yeah I'm going with I'm going with it too I think Uh, Pennywise is definitely more uh, you know terrifying than anything that happened to Carol Ann
0: I gotta go Poltergeist dude I kind of I get what you guys are saying about it it's not a hundred percent you know as much of a horror film as the it miniseries was but i really thought poltergeist was cool i I
1: liked poltergeist i was sitting
0: down right now and i had the choice of both of them on streaming i think i'm going for poltergeist over it so i'll go poltergeist it's like
4: eight hours if you're watching it so of course
3: (laughs) (laughs) hey i I have to tell you guys kind of a fucked up story i'll make my pick first and then i gotta tell you guys a story so I'm I'm picking it because I I love this movie. I fought for it to be in this tournament cuz I think it's worthy of being in here. All right, so I was like I think I was 8 years old. It sounds about right and I had some friends over, um uh, stay the night and stuff and we had a friend that we always knew got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. So we we <laughs> watched that movie before we all went to bed and then me and my other friends dumped red Kool-Aid in the sink.
5: and he got up in the middle
3: of the night dude it traumatized him for like five years i felt so fucking bad after (laughs) it it was bad dude he screamed so fucking loud that he woke like everyone in my house up and my mom was so pissed at us like i think i don't think I that
1: is some shit some little kids would do yeah
3: it it was fucked up but uh, yeah i just i love it it's just it's such a good movie so or miniseries whatever you want to call it you want to tell them what you did in our neighborhood in
0: Hawaii for Halloween that one year?
1: Yeah, so the the remake of it had just come out, it's um, 2017. Yeah, 2017, and uh, it was Halloween time, you know, and you know everybody was talking about it and Pennywise and everything, and so I went around to every drain it's in on our, Halloween
5: Eve, yeah, like Halloween Eve under
1: the cover of darkness, and went around every drain in our neighborhood and tied a red balloon to the uh to the to every drain so when everybody woke up that morning like all the kids all the parents and everything they woke up and uh they were like all posting on the facebook pages like oh my god (laughs) you know so yeah i thought that was uh that was one of my my better prank situations as lame as it sounds
4: well no hawaii needs that because i was in hawaii for halloween two years ago and they try but it's tough it's tough to really capture the halloween vibe over there
1: yeah, you, I mean, Halloween, it is hard So we lived. He in was there all, during the pandemic also Oh, you were there during the pandemic so Halloween was
0: a pretty big deal It was a big deal
1: And we lived in an awesome military neighborhood Where everybody went all out Like, you know, all the decorations on the houses and everything um, It is weird when you're celebrating Like, I'm not complaining Because, you know, celebrating Christmas on the beach Was never a bad thing But, like, it is hard to get into the mm-hmm. Halloween spirit When, like, you know, none of the, the leaves made, aren't changing outside. colors Yeah, it's all green and lush outside It's warm There's, like, you know, trade winds coming through um, it's it, d- it definitely doesn't give you the same the same vibe. So I, one thing I am happy about being back on the mainland is getting to experience fall again. All
0: right, last matchup of the first round. This is another one that Marco pushed hard to uh, mm-hmm. to get in the tournament. We got Saw going up against Jaws. Back to back entries for uh, for Spielberg. And nice
1: uh, alliteration too.
0: Sheena, you're up first. Saw versus Jaws.
1: Um. So. Again, here here we are saying like is jaws really a horror movie? I mean, yes, the, you know.
0: I would ask the same thing about Saw, dude.
1: Saw's I mean, but so, so culturally Saw kind of kicked off the torture porn um, you know, genre of movies the original saw was was good with the twists and turns however i feel like it's going to be a victim of its like 25 <laughs> remakes that are going to like weigh it down um and it's going to kind of get lost in the shuffle jaws however i feel like you could watch jaws right now and then you could go still to the go up. to the beach, and you would still have a little bit of trepidation about getting in getting in the water, you know. Um, and shouts out to those guys, like they shot, they legitimately shot that on the water. Which I mean, think about when was Jaws like nineteen seventy 1970 or 1975. It, late seventies? Yeah, nineteen seventy five, dude. They shot it on the fucking water. Um, yeah, pretty nuts. Um, and they and they had an animatronic fucking shark that they couldn't hardly get to work, which is why they like came up with that, you know, the score of the dun. Uh, you know, and just kind of gave you this overwhelming, overwhelming sense of dread throughout the film. So I'm gonna go with Jaws, dude. I feel like it's it's a more um, significant film than than Saw.
0: Yeah i I probably got to go Jaws, dude. I don't I don't love that pick, man. I feel like there's a lot of uh, other scary movies I probably would have wanted to include instead of this one. But yeah. you know, we got Jaws in the field. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll give Jaws a uh, you know a orange cassie style thumbs up and let yeah. it go past Saw. Jordan, you're up.
3: So I, I kind of like both of these movies equally, um, and, and I can't have Saw just get clean sweep. So, um, and I do love the original Saw. I, I love Jaws as well, man. It, Jaws when I was a kid had me terrified to go in any body of water. So
1: yeah, you'd be I, like in the swimming pool, like holy shit, there could be sharks in here.
3: But the first time I saw the movie Saw, it was just. Uh, I mean, like Sheena said, it was it was the original like gore movie. So I'm gonna go Saw, um, just because I don't, I don't want to get clean sweep. So,
1: yes, yeah, Saw, Saw is significant, dude. I there's no
2: doubt.
0: All right, Marco, here you go, dude. You can have your love fest. Tell us <laughs> why you laid on Saw, dude. I'm,
2: I'm not I'm not too keen on the uh, the narratives that are going on. It was pretty much <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll pull the curtain. Hey who wants to vote this movie in? Yay or nay? And then a couple of people picked and that's how it went. And it wasn't like, please put SAR in. Oh my God, <laughs> it needs to be in. It's, it's such a masterpiece. I'm not... No that that did not happen. So I want to I, I want to make like that. It clear. in the
0: group text, Marco was like, "Can we put Saul in?" And everybody was just kind of polite and ignored it. And then like 2 minutes later, he was like, "Hey guys, what do you think about Saul?" Yeah. like ignored it. And then finally he's like, "Guys, I really want Saul." It's like, "All right, fine, Marco, we'll gonna, put Saul in the tournament." Yeah. We're going to have
2: to we're going out the screen screen clip a lot of these. Uh, <laughs> I uh, think uh, like I'm uh, not doing put it. I'm not in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said he walks, dude. Yeah. he pulled a CM Punk on us. <laughs> uh,
5: um, what,
1: what's the what's the guy's name? The tricycle guy. The jigsaw. jigsaw, jigsaw yeah. yeah, jigsaw. Yeah. No. Um, jigsaw yeah. mark.
2: So I, I it's kind of it's, it's gonna be kind of blasphemy going against Jaws, uh, since it's in Martha's Vineyard uh, in Massachusetts, and uh, I know I well I know a lot of people, a lot of older people that were actually like extras in that movie. Um, like in the beach scenes and stuff like that. So it is kind of, you know, blasphemy, but it's, it's, it's in the same vein as, as saw where it's not, I mean, you could say it's a horror movie, but, um, it really isn't. It's more of a suspense type of movie. Um, so I'm going with saw, um okay. over over jaws
3: hey also we're we're not calling the tricycle guy jigsaw his name is billy just so we're aware so oh let's, sorry let's, oh, not, let's my, not let's, not, my, let's oh,
1: not oh sorry i guess i guess they covered that in like you know part the 14 we're yeah,
3: not gonna be yeah like good goddamn so, yeah, so, <laughs> name of billy the
2: puppet in billy the puppet <laughs> like the i the, uh, man the games <laughs> that they had set up that jigsaw set up throughout the movie like that's innovative stuff, man. You never seen that before. My
1: my favorite theory is that Kevin McAllister grew up to be Jigsaw. That's my that was my absolute oh, favorite oh, fan theory. He actually kind of confirmed
2: it. Macaulay Falcon. Yeah. Did you see that when he was on? He was on a uh, Jimmy Fallon. Of course, yeah, he uh, still not convinced. He's just
1: I'm just still irrelevant. rolling with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. And he's Andy Kaufman. <laughs> hey, so
4: we like, uh, uh totally Jigsaw.
1: Yeah, that's
0: me. <laughs> we saved the best for last. This is the it's the last matchup of the first round. No, it's the I, first I, I, one I to actually straight. make it to game you, five. You
1: get to get a vote. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He's hyping you I'm
0: up, hyping bro. i hyping it up, bro. It's yeah, it's two, no, this I is the first one going, that's I made it to the... Uh, nah, this is the this last one. It's the only one that made it to the fifth and deciding vote. And Hawk, you get to decide, dude. What's what's it going to be? Saw or Jaws? Their fate rests in your hands. Okay,
4: so Jaws is one of the greatest movies of all time. Not just horror i mean i guess you could call it a horror. saw that's barely a horror movie too and i was talking to chad about this because everyone thinks saw kicked off this torture porn genre but if you watch the first saw it's not torture porn at all it's very subdued maybe the sequels got there but the first one because even things like the the big uh mask they put on her head where it's like gonna split her jaw open they don't like show that stuff or anything yeah, so, but still, it was so you,
1: psychologically like just unthinkable. Like the things that they were doing to people. Like even if they didn't show it, because wasn't didn't Hostel come out like right like soon after this? Like it came out before the sequel to Jaw or before the sequel I'm to Saw, about right?
4: Movies like that showed it. That's torture porn. Yeah, like Green Inferno yeah. stuff like that, which is well, awful. I don't like those at all. But it saw, and I saw it at the theater when it first came out. And I just watched it again since then, like a week ago. I hadn't seen it in twenty years. It's not a terrible movie. I don't hate it. It's tough, though, because neither one of them, both of them, could be classified as other films than horror.
1: Yeah. And I just don't. Yeah.
4: And I know I put something over Silence of the Lambs because it was a different genre. But I think I have to go with Jaws on this one as opposed to Saul just because neither one of them are, like, really horror films. And Jaws is the way better movie. But I don't hate Saul. But I'm going to go Jaws.
2: Well, Hawk, what would you say is the, is a movie that like started like the torture porn type of thing? If you would to, if you were to like, like ballpark, you know, I honestly,
4: I'd have to look at dates to ballpark it, but have you seen this movie inside this horror film from the two thousands?
2: Exactly. No,
1: I, I know. I've se- yes. I have I know the cover like, art. I've like seen it, but I haven't watched movie, the movie. Yeah.
4: Like movies like that, that's torture porn where it's like, you can't even hardly watch it. It's just so brutal. Yeah. But the hostels, I don't like... Oh, yeah. Those are there, but... And I think the Saw franchise goes to torture porn eventually. Yeah. But I don't think the first one is.
1: But you don't think it, like, inspired, like, those films to just... Like, since they were like, oh, shit, like, look what Saw did. Like, they, you know, they went there with, like, the the ideology, and now we're just gonna take it and, like, you know, just freaking go with it you know and yeah i really go there
4: but again i just don't i don't consider that movie the birth of it even if it did plant the the seed for it
1: yeah i mean i remember what i went to i went to the movies and saw Hostel, and i had to watch it like between my fingers and i am a very i mean like i said i've been watching scary spooky stuff slashers and everything for most of my life and yeah that i had to watch that just like one eye open yeah, all right, that's so. a
0: wrap for the first round. We got our uh, Sweet 16 set. Uh, Sheen, do we got some listener mail?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't have a listener mail drop. Okay, all right, let's just go right into it. So <laughs> uh, 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 Ari said, what's the most underrated scary movie you would recommend? And I'm so happy you guys are doing this. Can't wait to listen. Shouts out again to Ari for for the idea of while we're all here sitting down doing this.
0: I think one of my picks would be um, Slither. It's kind of like a horror comedy, yeah. but it was from the uh, early 2000s. Uh, don't know about that movie yeah it was a James Gunn movie you know Guardians of the Galaxy fame again a lot of practical effects I just I really thought that was a super fun movie man hmm. and you get you have you guys seen Sliver yeah I own it nice yeah
1: we owned it for a while I think we owned it on uh, HD DVD HD DVD before yeah. that uh, <laughs> before that went <laughs> under uh, that tells you anything uh, anybody else got any underrated horror movies that uh, you wanted to give a shout out to uh, I'm not sure if it's Hawk. really a
2: horror movie, but set Session Nine, a has, scary movie. Yeah, has anyone ever seen that Session Nine? It's about no. the. Um, it's a very. Uh, I'm, the Hawk. Have you seen it or no? I haven't. No. Two thousand one. It was made. It's about the. Um, it's about an abandoned insane asylum, and these like ab- asbestos workers go in and you know kind of clean it, and they end up finding these like tapes of this. Um, one of the patients in this, in this in insane asylum. And as they start listening <clears> to it, <clears throat> crazy shit starts happening in the place. So, yeah, definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it. It's called, like I said, Session 9. That's the name of it.
4: All right, Hawk? Uh, well, the Holy Trinity of werewolf films I have to rep. The Howling <laughs> American Werewolf in London and Silver Bullet. Definitely. Uh Man, there's so many good ones that aren't even on the list, like Sleepaway Camp. Have you guys oh, seen Oh yeah, that? and man, yeah. The, the movie itself's not amazing, but the final shot of the movie—and you can actually Google "final shot of Sleepaway Camp" and see what I'm talking about. But don't do it. Watch the movie; it'll <sighs> pop. It'll pop you hard. Um, but man, I could go on. There's so many, but I'm just gonna stick with repping the werewolf movies that we left off.
1: Nice uh johnny jb what was the movie that terrified you as a child for me it was freddie krueger um well for me like i said before it was pet cemetery was definitely the one and zelda specifically was the one that just really stuck with me i don't know what it was about the imagery or the story or what but um that that movie just terrified me as a kid i was always afraid i was going to walk up into my upstairs bedroom and there was going to be zelda standing in the corner and she was just going to whip around and you know
0: Duh. Yeah, for me, it was definitely Chucky. Like my my mom and dad still tease me about being scared of Chucky as a kid. Oh,
3: yeah. Chucky, I, Chucky, I had a my little buddy. So like uh, when I was a kid, <laughs> Duke, so yeah, he he oh too. yeah, my
1: buddy. Yeah. It, it was Daddy. yeah,
3: my buddy. My, so yeah, like, my, my, buddy, was my the, buddy
1: was the real version. They were the cl- and, yeah, yeah that
3: was like the closest thing. Yeah, to yeah a, dude, that shit terrified uh, me. That thing was gonna knows. come come <laughs> alive buddy. at night.
1: My buddy, Jor- or, uh Hawk. Did you have any that were uh, childhood scared you?
0: It's a werewolf, dude. Let's get no, yeah. well, go out way. Yeah. It. My, <laughs> of it.
5: No, that was my earliest. Hawk
0: was actually attacked by a werewolf.
4: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Doubt uh, it. one of my earliest memories we talked about it was Freddy Krueger. But do you guys ever have those movies where, like, you were a kid and the imagery was terrifying, but you don't, you can never remember what the movie is. You're never gonna know, and then like later on in your life, you see it, you're like, holy fuck, that's the movie I couldn't remember my whole
5: entire life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And,
1: yeah.
4: So there's this movie called. Altered States by Ken Russell. It came out in 1980. But when I was a kid, there was this scene of like this man beast eating a sheep in a field. And it terrified the fuck out of me. And it stuck with me. And I went 30 years. And I'm like, I'm never going to know what that movie is. And then I came across Ken Russell's Altered States. And that's the movie. So that movie from my childhood kind of terrified me.
1: All right, Marco, you got a movie that terrified you, and then we'll we'll move on.
2: No, just uh, just Pet Cemetery, the first one. Yeah, uh, this, Pet Cemetery that is that fucking just, scary it, dude. Yeah, it so creeps me out.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's it's an eerie eerie storyline to begin with, and then um, yeah, just how it all plays out on film is really spooky. Um, if you could make a remake of any scary movie, what would it be? <sighs> hmm. Hawk, what, what would you what would you remake? Any scary movie to modern so,
0: times there's very many my, left to be remade i
1: know they've all been remade <laughs> Pretty much. my thing with
4: remakes is if if the movie's great don't remake it so you should be remaking shitty horror films
5: yeah you yeah. know
4: so i actually don't have any examples because i just don't think you should remake horror films but like i'll give you that little theory of mine is if you're gonna remake a horror film remake the shitty ones not the good ones
1: yeah I agree with that, um, Brian Vermeer. As someone that doesn't like or watch horror, what are your must-watches? I do like Scream, and I know what you did last summer, but that's about as scary as I can handle. I think you would be I good think- with Trick or Treat, dude. I think Trick or Treat would be a good movie, especially this time of year to watch. Um, it's it's, it's not super th-
0: duper scary. Yeah, it's yeah. in that
1: same it's in that same vein. Um, Killer clowns killer clowns from <laughs> outer space i think is a good one um also the the um oh my gosh what was the one the the, the trilogy that we just watched fear, fear street. street fear street would be yes, a good be one good. for you too yeah i think it's a uh, i mean it's kind of scary and it's got a little bit of it's got some serious gore but uh yeah it's it, i think you can handle it zach Hertzler, what scary movie do you want to watch but haven't had time to watch yet <laughs> I guess mid- midsummer <laughs> was Mid-tongue. the most recent one that we were like, oh, we should watch that, and then we were like, oh yeah, it's two hours, not not happening, bro. So there's no reason. I don't know what the, this trend of like movies having to be like freaking four hours long is just absolutely unnecessary. Yeah. Like, well, let's get back. An hour and thirty minutes is like primo. Dude. That's like right in the sweet spot. Hour forty five is like max. But yeah, two two hours plus is is doing the most, and I don't fucking like it. So. <laughs> Um you
0: guys, anybody else had any uh, uh must wa- or
1: Yeah. Jump in, Marco. Out, out uh, uh, anybody had anything on your watch list you hadn't got time to watch yet. Jordan?
2: Marco? No, nothing nothing on my side. I know there's a new uh new VHS movie that just came out. Um <laughs> I'm about to watch that. Was it oh, right. on
0: part four we, now?
2: Yeah, Have I think we watched so, all three. We watched
3: the first three, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's set in the eighties, I believe, again, so um I've- can't wait for that one.
3: I think there's a movie on, I think it's Apple TV that somebody was talking about the other day to me. It's called Talk to Me. It's a horror movie. It's made by like some Australian dudes and somebody said it's really good. So we'll we'll probably try to watch that before Halloween. Well, Jordan, obviously you me. don't
4: listen to the broken VCR because we did talk to me, dude.
3: Was it good?
4: It was all right. Uh, Chad liked it more than I do. I Man, I'm pretty shitty when it comes to new horror films i'm maybe overly harsh on them so i'm not the person to talk to but it was entertaining it's where you'll like it because you like because you put over some of the newer films over some of the classics so you'll probably love it (laughs) okay have
5: have you
0: seen uh have you seen Barbarian? speaking of newer horror movies i haven't no i haven't even heard of it it's pretty cool it's on on mac on HBO max here i know it's pretty good we watched that and then we watched hellbender that was the two uh modern ones we watched most recently well
1: we watched uh get out and us
0: get out is. yeah well, i mean those are like five six years old though at this point that's,
1: i mean that's still pretty new dude <laughs> that's and,
0: new to sheen dog
1: that's, that's
5: new, new to me sheen, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh, you <laughs> know and most people that's
0: that's uh you know modern nostalgia <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh
1: shoot um all right uh oh favorite horror franchise from zach Hertzler um favorite horror franchise there's so many that i like
3: <laughs> um i'm gonna go halloween like i i just love halloween i mean michael myers even is the just-
1: goblins ones aren't that bad yeah i think you know they, they there's a lot to get a harsh criticism but i think you can enjoy it regardless you yeah. know
0: I'll go scream it definitely gets a little scooby-doo-ish man but I'm like in addition to like some of the good kills and like scares I'm always get a chuckle out of the way that they somehow managed to tie everything together you know and this guy's freaking stepmom's <sighs> twin sister or whatever and yeah and bring it back so I'll, I'll go scream for my all-time favorite
4: uh I'll go franchise I'll go Friday the 13th not because Jason's my favorite character but it actually has the best lineage because no matter what horror franchise you're dealing with they a lot of the lineage gets screwed up they disregard yeah. things that happen they add things that never happen all kinds of weird stuff but Friday the 13th even if you don't like all the movies they, with the exception I think it's part four where like Jason's it's a copycat killer is that four or five where it's like uh, it's not really he wears a hockey mask but it's not Jason it ends up being like somebody posing. But other than that, the lineage, I can't remember. the lineage holds up. So as far as lineage goes, I'll go Friday the Thirteenth.
1: Yeah, I'll have to go. I mean, as as effed up as the. Speaking of like effed up lineages, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. I would probably go with that, even though like they get super campy and super like Freddie gets super comedic. Um, I've seen every Nightmare on Elm Street. That's ever been out, um, and like I said, Freddy really kicked off my love of horror. So um, I'm gonna go with with Nightmare on Elm Street. And
4: Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three might be the greatest horror sequel of all time.
1: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, because the two two was such a bastardization, and then it like jumped into Dream Warriors, and it was like, oh yeah, like now we're cooking with gas, dude. Like we're <laughs> we're we're back.
2: Yeah, Marco. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with Friday the Thirteenth as well. And I believe, I think you're right, Hawk. I think, uh, I think it was like a, a, there was a copycat in five and then part six, my favorite is when he comes back to life. So he was dead in the uh, fifth one, I believe. And then he gets struck by lightning in the six and comes back and, uh, kills everybody. So, yeah.
1: All right. And I'm going to leave our last question to our guest film student, um, Hawk. You already know what he's going to say. From Tony Barker. No, I don't. Oh, that's true. I do know just what he's going to say. You know, okay. So with. yeah, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way so that, um, you know, of all the classic Universal Studio Monster movies from way back in the day, which film would be your favorite and why, Hawk?
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's... <laughs> what's hilarious is uh, I just bought the Universal Monster films, the first 31. It's a sweet box set. I'm only 10 deep, but I've, so I've seen the first couple Dracula's Frankenstein and Werewolf of London, and honestly, of all of the original Universal monster films, shockingly, The Invisible Man. The first Invisible Invisible Man. Man That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Because Dracula is not a horror film at all, and they didn't even market it as a horror film when it first came out. It was like a a romance film. The imagery in Frankenstein is pretty cool, but man, The Invisible Man, the effects in that, they don't seem that aged, and it's actually a film that kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat. So invisible
1: man awesome well yeah that was that was a little surprising werewolf in london and wolf man yeah i didn't think uh <laughs> well
4: and those are really fresh get on my hard. mind though because i've just watched uh, like the first 10 within the last month so I,
3: they're right there on my mind you had you had seen them before though hadn't you hawk no never i hadn't oh, seen okay. any of them at all i think i think the bride of frankenstein is my favorite one so i'm excited to hear your uh, critique on that one mm-hmm.
1: This list, this list that I just pulled up, a "Bride of Frankenstein" was the number one. I love um, that movie. Was the number one rated? It's yeah. a good yeah, movie.
4: Interesting. But what's hilarious is the actual Bride of Frankenstein, the character you see with the big hair. She's in the film for like five seconds is that look. Yep. So it's weird how that it's an iconic character. Yeah, that's the iconic the look. Film. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I also think it's interesting that Hawk bought a like entire thirty-one series box set of the universal dude, movies that's pretty cool
0: i love uh hawk's fallout shelter dude. the ig yes. account. i wish you posted on that more dude i always enjoy you know popping on there and seeing what new stuff you've added it's not life. private
4: right give it a shout no, out yeah. i need i need to hawk's fallout shelter I'm, i was every year i've done my top 31 films of halloween i would do one every day but i've just been it's weird when i've been off work since february and the more you're off work you feel like you'd get more done but you're just turning into a lazy fuck and don't do anything. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I do need to start. I'm here with my collection right now. I should start. I'm going to start posting on EVE Inspired Me, Hawks Fallout Shelter on Instagram. Check it out.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dude, we, we definitely love uh, checking out all the new we'll stuff. Put a, we'll put
1: a link to Hawks Fallout Shelter in the uh, in the show notes. So definitely check that out.
0: All right. Um. want to remind you guys support Ringside Collectibles. Use code Chick Foley for all of your wrestling your purchases uh hawk we're going to have you back next week for part two of the uh the chick foley show scary movie showdown but go ahead and while we're here plug turnbuckle tavern and broken vcr
4: all right well we got the flagship of turnbuckle tavern that drops every thursday i'm the best part of it called the hawk segment so if you need to don't have time to listen to the whole thing fast forward to the end i'm normally in the last half hour (laughs) uh we do a bunch of other shows (laughs) there i guess and then uh broken vcr where uh me and uh, my co-host Chad Also of the Tavern We talked about one film each week This week we dropped um, Fearless Vampire Killers Polanski film from 1967 The film he met Sharon Tate on Which led to her death by massacre
5: Hmm
0: mm. Alright on yeah. that note Sheena hit us with some uh, closing thoughts And we'll get out of here
1: uh, Watch some scary movies this week